Hi, I'm Anthony. And I'm Josh. And welcome to another episode of 52 and 52, a podcast where we watch at least one movie a week for every week in the year and do an episode about it. Today's episode is about a movie called Green Room, uh, which I think is done by A24 Studios. Um, similar, they also did Room and a couple other movies that we reviewed on this podcast. Well, they're, they're, they're the, they're the, the distributor. distributor. Sorry, yeah, sorry, so sorry. They, they acquire it after sure. it's made. Um, and so Green Room is, I think, a little bit of a lesser-known film, but it was getting a lot of critical praise and it actually came to Gainesville pretty early, so Josh and I were pretty happy to have this movie to go watch and hopefully review. And were you really happy, though? You were kind of, well, like, afraid of once it got here. Okay, like, oh, well, right, I gotta go see this I now. mean, I watched a trailer, and it just, you know, <laughs> if you've listened to us before, I really don't like horror movies. I love violent movies, but this trailer doesn't really... I think that's one thing that's nice about the movie, before we even get started, is it's not even... It's kind of, I don't want to say genreless, but more covers more genres than say horror or violent whatever um it sort of transcends through those and so basically the plot of this movie is there's a punk band and they're on the end of a tour and they end up getting a gig at uh this like nazi compound compound in like the backwoods of oregon and so it's run by Patrick Stewart, who's great. Um, the some of the people in the band include uh, Anton Yelchin. He's in Star Trek and Alpha Dog and a couple other movies. Aliyah Shakwat from Arrested, Arrested Development, and then Imogen Poots is also in the movie. And then there's a couple. I guess I don't really think there's really anybody else that's particularly famous. Um, there's one or two other guys I've seen in something, but I couldn't name. Uh, so I, I, you know, they end up seeing they end up sort of witnessing a murder backstage, and that's not really giving anything away because it's in the trailer. And so the next thing just becomes they, the Nazis have to decide if they want to let these guys out or if they want to, uh, you know, I don't want to say kill them, but they just don't really know what to do. And that's sort of where the tension comes in the movie. And and the trailer is, you just you don't know what's going to happen. Um, I don't know. I think that's a pretty good description. Without you can't really. You talk more about it, you kind of get into spoiler territory. Well, the murder happens in the green room. I sure, think yeah, say right that. in the backstage like, in the green room, which is where the name of the, the title of the film comes from. So a lot of it takes place in there as they're trying to figure out what to do and how they're going to get themselves out of this rather tricky, unfortunate situation. And it's, it's, it's sort of pretty an much movie. it. It's, yeah, and it's, it's, not, it's not too complicated, but it doesn't need to be. It's just it's a fairly simple premise and... Um, yeah, you're just in, enjoying seeing these people. That the, I think the movie does a pretty good job at the get-go from um, letting you know who these guys are in their band. It's not, it doesn't get over-explainy, if you will. It's just you see them, the kind of lifestyle they're leading, and yeah. just the way they're going about their day-to-day lives. In a just in seeing how how they're going about being this band that's less known. I, I feel like it's easy you, you mean you know more about music than me but if you're trying obviously but if you're trying to <laughs> if, you, if you're trying to depict a certain genre of band i feel like punk might be one where it could be easily get a little cartoonish for and sure over the top and for sure and a little ridiculous and these guys had a couple ridiculous qualities to themselves like we don't do social media people need to be yeah, in and the they just want to make like a records and be original we for need sure. to we put our stuff out on vinyl and stuff like that which is whatever but even with that stuff these people, they still seem like real people. Yeah, yeah. No, good. for real. The, I think the biggest praise of the movie is, is how real it feels, both in dialogue and action and not being 
sort of uh, just so grandiose. And this is a movie in like none of these scenarios with whether it's killing, escaping, conversations, scenario, like what happened in real life. I mean, granted, I'm sure there's not a lot of scenarios where punk bands are trapped in a Nazi skinhead club. But if they were, the rest that follows sort of feels uh, very real. And I think that's uh, where a lot of the tension and value and enjoyment enjoyment in quotes of the movie can come from and uh yeah so i guess i'll start i mean i liked it i don't know if i liked it as as much as the good critical praise it's getting i definitely had a couple issues with it not even issues but just uh comments i guess um but uh i mean it's definitely gory and violent yeah, that's not, what, it's that's not violent for violence. That's though. what we should talk about before in in our non spoiler section. Is this film was in some places? I'm not sure where. I think in on Rotten Tomatoes, it's it's, it's listed as thriller slash horror. Sure, a couple of the places it's called it's 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 been marketed some as a horror movie, which I yeah. think. I don't know if that's been because other people have done that or because A24 themselves has done, has done that because A24, is, they're, they're a very good distributor, I think, and they have all, mostly, most of their films are really good, but and I guess they do pretty well for smaller budget films, but I think some people who, who might not be as open to just seeing anything like you are, while you usually draw a line at horror films, like sure. some people might like be like you, but then not even want to give it a chance if it gets really good reviews, which is probably what gets you in there in the first place because when you see 90%, yeah. Unless it's something like that's like the witch, you're gonna assume it's um, there's something more to it than your typical yeah. horror film, and that's what gets you in the door. Other people might just be like, "No, nah, I'm good. I don't need to see a horror." Whereas you feel some kind of obligation to because you're gonna go do this podcast. And I, I if if you, if I if I just sat down in that theater not knowing the first thing about it, the, the word horror wouldn't have come into my mind. I think thriller is much more apt. Yeah, when, I, I agree 100. percent When I think horror, I think the the Halloween movies, or I think something that has saw. more to do or saw or some really just straight up slasher stuff or like supernatural stuff that can be kind of kind of scary at the same time and this is just a action that has gore like you said but not not gratuitous in a way that it doesn't make sense whenever whenever something happens that does get a little bloody in the movie you get exactly why it was happening and they weren't just trying to make you uncomfortable they weren't well it, it does make you uncomfortable but they're not doing it out of nowhere yeah and it feels very grounded i guess is a good way to put it in reality and uh yeah i mean some of the scenes and the gore and whatever is definitely uncomfortable but it's it's just sort of how any human would feel in that scenario and i think that's sort of why the director did it that way and i i guess we can talk about him for a minute his name is jeremy saulnier i guess he's more well known for blue ruin which came out a couple years ago which he's gonna be more well known for this because that was a very small movie yeah but that Um, was very critically uh yeah even more so than darling yeah um i didn't see it but some comments that we've heard which is that this movie hits a lot of the same beats as blue ruin which almost makes me glad that i haven't seen it before because the I guess uniqueness of it is something that I really liked about it. What about you? I, I assume you liked it too. We haven't yeah, really talked yeah, much about it. I really liked it as well. Like I have a couple criticisms I might explain when we do the spoilers section, but they were pretty minor. I really enjoyed it. I don't know if it's exactly like my my favorite type sure. of genre. Yeah. Even though I enjoy action movies, it's just there's only so much I can get out of something like this. Uh, and I, and, and I enjoyed what I got out of it, but it just doesn't have the same potential for me as other types of movies that maybe do more things. But I, I really respect when a movie like this is pretty simple and doesn't bite off more than it can chew and just kind of goes and does its thing. Yeah. And I, and I really liked it for that. And I thought that action was really cool. And I, I really 
really enjoyed the performances. I think Anton Yelkin is someone who I mean, I've seen Alpha Dog. I've never really seen the Star Trek stuff. I mean, I, re- I remember liking him in Alpha Dog. Yeah, it's he's like, really I good like, in Alpha Dog. I guess he's probably done some other smaller things that have been well received because people think pretty highly of him from what I know. But I hope he starts doing more things that I can get out and see and enjoy him in. Um, I think Mogan Poots is. Um, I hadn't seen her anything, I guess, besides that awkward moment. I thought I'd seen her in some other stuff, but she's gonna be in the she's gonna be in Pop Star, the Lonely Island movie, as Andy Samberg's girlfriend, and I'm excited for that. See what what she can do when she does like straight comedy, because she actually probably had more of her stuff in that awkward moment was mostly serious stuff, actually, compared to what some of the other characters yeah. were doing. Did you see Need for Speed? She was uh, no, I did not see Need for Speed. A good movie, man. <laughs> really? I, I mean, I liked it. I want to go support Aaron Paul. So yeah, absolutely. Maybe, maybe I should. But I liked it. I, the, I really liked it. I, I mean, I really liked them, and it was cool seeing Ali Shawkat do something other than Arrested yeah, Development. Yeah, I, I don't even know if I've seen her in anything. I, since she then, she guest starred an episode of Broad City because she oh, looks so much like Alana Glazer. That true. yeah, and they made had a fun joke with that, and she was good in that, but. I haven't seen her anything besides those two things, and to see her just thrown into this and uh, she fits com- right in. Too. Yeah, yeah. Cause, whereas, like, I mean, so, when you've only seen someone in a show as absurd as Arrested Development, to then have them be dropped into something this intense and fit right in is pretty impressive. Yeah, and uh, so I, I don't know if we're really talking about performances, but I liked everyone for the most part. Uh, I think I liked Poots maybe the least uh, for some reason. While I was watching the movie, I just felt that her dialogue more than everyone else's was sort of a little too like tongue in cheek and movie ish for me, um, relative to the rest of the story. Um, I I don't know if you felt that way or noticed. It. You probably didn't. I maybe I just was too. Once I I saw one scene or one I mean, line she said that was qu- kind of corny. I just kind of I don't I don't remember thinking corny. I mean, I remember that they commented on it at one point saying. You don't seem like these other people because she she's not part yeah. of the band. She's part of the she's not a straight up Nazi like some of the other people. Yeah. But she's associated with them to yeah. some extent, and well, just they like, kind of comment on how she she's not like that. She seems smarter than that, and yeah. I guess they're trying to write her to be different than that, and maybe that's why it comes across as a little different than the other characters because she's obviously not part of the band, but they're trying to make her seem somewhat more enlightened than these other people. Yeah, well, there's this well, there's like a scene that's in the trailer that's that's also in the movie where. Um, I, I mean, out of context in the trailer, the lights go out and then she turns on a lighter and she has some line and it's just like such a movie trailer line and they, and they kept it in the movie. Uh, and there was just a couple things like that. I can't, I can't, I don't, I don't remember I think what she acting said. wise she was good, but I just think the dialogue for her specific character is kind of a little off base sometimes, hmm. but otherwise I thought it was good. I really liked Yel Yel Chin, Yel, yeah, Yelkin, uh, Yelkin. I like I liked his delivery a lot and his sort of like naivete attitude and uncomfortableness. Um, Patrick Stewart was was pretty convincing as a Nazi skinhead, unfortunately, I guess. But uh, even the supporting people were really good. I really liked the setting, though. I really liked the woodiness and the Oregonness. And, so I, I got confused with it. the geography of it because they say they're from Arlington, and then at one point they're saying we can make it to Washington on a tank of gas, and they talk about Portland. So I'm like, are they like on a Maine beachside town? Was what I thought at the beginning of it because they're yeah. talking about Portland, Maine, and then they're talking about getting to Washington on a tank of gas. I'm like, can you get from? Because they said they're from Arlington, so when they say Washington, I'm thinking are they going to a show in Washington yeah. D.C.? No. So <laughs> I got confused. I'm like, yeah, that's not Washington. When yeah. they got to the Nazi compound, yeah. I was like, can you? get from portland maine to washington dc on one tank of gas does the van have that much yeah. gas in it so i got a little confused i'm like oh okay i guess they're in the pacific northwest yeah but no i mean did you like that what did you think about the setting you think it was fitting yeah i thought it was place cool. I, I, I don't never, know i'd never want to go there well, no no but it, it's it just sort of mirrors the sort of like dark um 
weariness of the of the club in the situation yeah and like and i mean it's interesting that because they obviously think of themselves as someone a group of as a group of people as a band that don't need to be exposed to the finer things in life given that the way they're living and how they probably think they can handle some uh roughing it if you will but even once they get there i mean you feel their unease pretty much right away yeah but I also like how they weren't above making a joke. They thought at first they think they can just play their song and get out. Yeah. <laughs> they make the they make the because they, they they antagonize the, the Nazis yeah. a little bit. So they're really not that afraid at first, I guess. Yeah. Now they think about it. But then when I, I, I sort really of the nature to, of punk bandism right there. With yeah, like I guess. The the, whole... So they they put on one front, but then maybe it's not yeah. quite as hardcore as they seem. And then yeah. they're making the joke like, "Well, if you don't back out and do this thing, I'm going to tell them you're Jewish." And I laughed. <laughs> I, I laughed. That was, that was pretty funny. Yeah. Um, it's like dark humor. Yeah, I mean, like it, 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 you're on a you're on a funny little journey with them because I don't even know if I I guess I'd heard it was Patrick Stewart playing a Nazi, but I didn't really know anything beyond that. I just knew it was kind of a well reviewed film that had Patrick Stewart playing a Nazi that was trying to kill some people. So I didn't know if it was going to be like yeah, yeah. him running around. Just I, mm-hmm. I didn't I didn't know it was going to be like a whole Nazi compound of people. Sure. I thought maybe he's just going to be trying to kill a bunch of people, and there's obviously a lot more to it than that. Yeah, yeah, and and, and the movie plays it straight though, which is pretty nice. Um, like there's like the dark humor like you said with the jewish joke etc but for the most part the movie is just you know it just tells this story and tells this arc and then has the climax and the resolution and 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 it's good so uh, i don't know if you want to talk about anything else before spoilers but we can go ahead and move into that so uh we'll take a little break here and then uh we'll do spoilers We're back. Uh, Josh and I are talking about spoilers for the movie called Green Room, uh, which is a new movie by a director named Jeremy Saulnier. Uh, where do you want to start with the spoilers, Josh? How did you think that they did did with this movie? As far as one of my criticisms, I guess was it was it was you didn't totally um, understand what they were talking about. I thought Patrick Stewart muttered a little bit throughout, and maybe some maybe it was just they were trying they didn't want other people to hear exactly what was going on and involve more people than they thought. So I didn't totally follow up, but I thought um, how they set up just exactly what the battle was going to be. Like I ultimately liked all the action and thought it was well done, but it sounds like he's calling in a whole army at one point, and then it. Well, turned, I think that he. They sort of think that like these four or five guys like those are that's like considered an army for these Nazi dudes oh, like okay. these badass fucking dudes. Um, he's like, give me the four red laces or whatever he says, right? And then they have okay. like these like. Oh yeah, I guess they gave Nazi him the, they gave him an offer like they put it on the table at one point that he could have called in more. Yeah, and, and I he's guess like, this he said he need. didn't need it because I guess yeah. why do you need that many people? Yeah, because I mean, it's like a punk a couple kids. Okay, I didn't know how many. It's it, it sounded like he was calling on a lot more people at one point, and then it was just kind of weird. It was like they would send one person in to kind of try and go after them, and then it was just it seemed very like easy at times for them to just not that it was ultimately too easy because the the resolution involved a, a lot of blood and a lot yeah. of creativity eventually but um i, I thought it was just a, and maybe it's because they're trying to um they don't want to reveal the whole thing about the heroin plant uh to the heroin lab a little too early so you're not exactly sure why they're doing everything they're doing which is okay it's fine um i get that they wouldn't be talking about that because the whole reason they're going to all this trouble is to protect that thing so they're going to be they're going to try and be discreet about it but um i thought that maybe at times they could have uh i i just didn't really exactly know what their manpower was and that was kind of weird watching it because i was like 
it seems like this is they they could have easily like done a better job. Like I don't know. I guess they under. I guess the, I, the idea is they underestimated these well, people. Well, I don't even know. Well, I think they underestimated them a little bit, but I think part of it is that I think that throughout the movie they convinced me enough at least that they really wanted to minimize every single person that knew about the situation, right? Mm. And they wanted to minimize how many of these skinhead people knew that there was A, a murder, and B, like these other people knew, et cetera, because I think that he's weighing the options of, should I let these kids go? And I think it's more of, it's interesting because you can feel like this guy, he's probably, like they've probably been involved with murders before, but they're not like super duper comfortable with, like just right. straight straight out slashing people to death and burying them and he's like well, okay well if we're going to do this we need to make sure that we can bury them or it's an accident etc cetera, etc cetera. and they're trying to go through all these measure, measures to make sure they don't right. get in trouble or get caught and part of it has to do with the heroin but i i didn't really i don't want to i just didn't really buy the heroin stuff as much as i wanted to they sort of just threw it in there for me and they didn't really talk about it enough maybe or maybe not even talk about it enough but i it's I think it's more implied that that's like we don't want to call the cops because we don't want them to find our heroin stash but at the same time i don't know i just they sort of just threw it in there and like oh and the, and the punk band is like look they have heroin and then it's not really a point of contention for the rest of the movie in my opinion yeah no it was fine i guess to i mean i, I mean i thought they were being driven by that definitely but i guess i guess it just kind of threw me off at some point to see them uh I guess I just maybe I wasn't paying close enough attention earlier in the movie, and it just seemed to me like, all right, they're calling in, they're calling in the big guns, and I got, I, I understood that they wanted to kind of lim- limit things and the keep only the scope smaller. Trust, I think. Yeah, it just at first it sounded to me like they were calling in a lot of professional help. They make sure. it sound like they're they're putting all this money on the table, and I thought, all right, they're bringing all the reinforcements, and it was like they'd send some people in. They'd uh, they'd fend them off for a little bit, and then they were gone again. I was like, I thought they were just gonna like come ambush them, and so yeah. I guess that was, I was a little confused. Well, as I don't to think exactly they wanted to be on. messy or whatever. I think that they well, they also don't know. Like they're not sure what the kids are gonna do. I mean, mm-hmm. I think that's part of the reality of it is you're sending like these people aren't murderers. They might be Nazis, white supremacist dudes, right. but they're they might murder on the side, but they're not like professional murderers. I think no, they just and want so, to practice their white supremacy yeah, and peace and, peace and, go, and go to their, and go to their race advocacy out. courses. Yeah. And <laughs> that, that was hilarious. Yeah. Patrick Stewart, oh like, the, 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 like Anthony's right. I mean, they play everything straight, but like, I, I don't know. I guess they were probably expecting us to laugh at that at least. Or it's just I like did. Patrick Stewart says in such a matter of fact way, he's kicking everyone out of the club so that they can murder people. But don't forget to go to your race advocacy course. Like it's Wednesday, three o'clock. It's such a chill thing that he says, like it's a, such a normal a normal thing but uh yeah no i guess like I, I was a little thrown off by that but once i just kind of accepted that all right they just don't have as many people here as i thought it's fine it just seemed like they were they, they were trying to protect a lot and i, I don't know i guess it, it makes sense that they they needed to limit all the collateral damage and be able to clean up as easily as they could and try and involve as few people but um i, I guess i guess that, that part of it is kind of interesting it's your 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 goal the easiest way to achieve your goal would also like expose put put you at a lot of risk at the same time and they're trying to balance that um so so that that was that was fine um one other question i had for you on something that can i think i understood maybe why but i wasn't sure was at the very beginning when they're they first locked them in the room 
there's one of the one of the Nazis is in there with them and has a gun, and Patrick Stewart makes him give the gun to them. Is that just like a, a peace offering on his point, trying to make it seem like he's not as uh, yeah? I think he's, so. He's, I think he wants that because he wants I think to, he like, wants their trust, trust so he can lure them out. Right. That's what I but thought. At but at the same time, I'm at the same time. It's a good question because I don't think he's I don't think he knows what he's going to do next either. At the same okay. time. Because so that was a big thing. That gun was a really for huge sure. thing, and it's like for sure. But I think he, I think he, he did. Did, that, he know, did he know he was going to kill him at that point, or I don't try th- to? I don't think. Well, I don't think so. And I also don't think that he thinks that these punk kids are going to actually shoot somebody. He knows that these kids are scared shitless, and these eighteen, nineteen, twenty, however old year old, however old these kids are, they don't want to just shoot some Nazi dude. If they shoot this Nazi dude, they're gonna if, die. At first, anyway. they didn't they're want to either. Emojin was uh, yeah, more willing to for sure go there because than she. Them. But she's like in a, this tr- separate world from yeah. both the Nazis and them. She's like the bridge. Um, but yeah, that's the thing is I don't think that – I think it just goes back to sort of the the good character development even if we don't see all of it of like this guy runs this Nazi compound. He sells heroin. It's just they're like a – he they're this like big Nazi group but they're also just – there's just these Nazis living out of Oregon. It's not like they're part of this whole grand U.S. Nazi thing. It's just these people in Oregon, there might be 50, 100 of them. And then otherwise, like he doesn't want to just straight up start murdering people. Like He just wants to practice white supremacy and sell heroin <laughs> and get these punk kids out of his life. And he's trying to figure out the best way to do that. Yeah, and uh, I, thought it, I thought it was interesting. That you're right. They don't have some – don't have some massive operation, but I guess they have a pretty tight knit community. Exactly. You can figure that out yeah. because this whole murder is because someone wanted to leave the community, and which is which is actually a really good twist. Yeah, I guess. Would you consider it a twist? I I think you would. Well, I mean, it's not even. I don't. Even, I guess it's a twist, but it's. It's not like we thought it was one thing and it turned into another thing. You know, it was sure, just like, but I didn't she's even just dead and we have no idea I why. Was, yeah. Oh, I mean, did we, like, did we know, we knew she was friends with Emojin. Did we know she was like a I straight I thought up she was group. part of like the band or something that was going on next. Oh, uh, yeah, yeah. I, I guess I didn't know, I didn't know who she was specifically. I thought, could it have been to some other band member? Why did, why did this murder happen or whatever? So I, I, it wasn't like, it wasn't like they totally flipped things on you. It was just like, it was just an interesting turn more sure. than a t- more than a twist almost i guess yeah because um, they were in the green room so i assume they were like yeah, part of the yeah, next yeah, band yeah. and then right right they right. murdered her and we sort of i thought i thought maybe they were just going to be trying to protect one of the nazis that sure. for some reason killed like a visiting sure. person for some sure. reason it turned out nah she was one of the nazis and yeah. she wanted to leave the nazis so it's like um they have a tight knit community they they have like other like youngling members that are willing to like take a stabbing and go to jail in order to just protect the greater cause so for a hundred bucks or whatever plus <laughs> hey wait let me hold that money so you get back <laughs> yeah he's the bailey yeah. <laughs> um uh that was a lame law school joke yeah but um no nah, yeah it, 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 it was they, it was interesting world building for sure because uh the that was yeah the, the daniel character i guess was the one you're yeah. talking about uh-huh. and it's like you kind of have the idea that it's like, wow, these people are so intense about the community, but obviously not everyone's 100% sold, and that's what that's what's kind of causing their, them to come apart at the same time. And they're going to pretty great lengths to not only keep that community, because because here's the thing, uh, Patrick Stewart has like different goals than the person that killed him right there. So it's like 
Yeah, he obviously is. He wants and to he practice. Didn't, his, and he, he didn't know. Yeah, he didn't even know what was going on down there. He's just wanting to, like, he, he probably wouldn't have wanted, he probably wouldn't yeah. have wanted, he might not even been that intense about it. He might be a, a little more for the business, even if he is a white supremacist at the same time. Yeah. So he'd be like, yo, this isn't good for business just to kill someone if they want to leave. We got to protect our money and our drugs yeah. here. Uh, but, like, obviously people down low on the lower levels are just like, yeah, they're, they're just, just, they're the true believers who, sure. if you leave, they're going to try and kill him. So, I mean, they're obviously they all have their reasons for wanting to go after the ban, but um, it's a, it's it's just kind of interesting how they're working on they're working on different levels there, and um, yeah, so they they eventually get out. Uh, they they're not locked in. I, I didn't know how long I was expecting them to actually be locked in the room, and that, I guess that goes back to I don't want to keep droning on about their numbers as a group, but I thought maybe they're going to be locked in the room the whole time, but it turns out the whole the whole compound becomes more empty than we realize, and they're able to kind of like move around as they're trying to plan yeah. stuff out. Yeah. Um, what? So, what, what did you think specifically about some of those scenes that end up playing out on the ground floor? Not the ground floor. The the stage. The stage area. The, sta- the, stage yeah. area of the compound with them. Um, just with them, how they're how they're handling guns, yeah. how they have dogs. Did you think that was pretty all pretty well done? Yeah, man. Like like I said, I, like we talked about, I think it was just super realistic in terms of like these people have no idea how to kill people they're just like a punk band and they they try to craft these weapons based off the resources in the room and they have like a a broken light bulb they have a box cutter um they have like a a metal wiring from like the wall or something i don't even know and and then they sort of are just the way they're walking out so slowly it just like mirrors their fear and the and the tension that's actually in the movie and then they just get these like fucking dogs just like released on them and it's disgusting um well, the most disgusting thing for me was seeing uh yelkin's wrist oh my god that was gross <sighs> as fuck dude and that, that that whole scene happened so fast i was like oh that makes sense he had the door slammed on him like 10 times but like just you know, i think that they ha- oh i feel like they had some kind of weapon on his arm though oh I, oh really okay i thought I I, oh i thought he was trying to hold on to the gun after they they decided yeah. to take it back and they just kept slamming the door on his arm until they was? closed it oh yeah maybe. yeah, yeah sense. he's about to oh, put he's about that, to put the gun through the door and, yeah, and then I, okay they she yeah, tells him i don't to pull back think and, about his arm but that makes sense yeah and they kept and like i i got confused for a second i'm like because there's just so many bodies moving around in that yeah. and, and usually i don't like it's not even i don't even think it was considered a shaky cam thing though that's what i was about to say yeah. it wasn't even shaky cam but it's like when you're in that small of a space yeah. and people are getting pushed around like yeah it's not even shaky cam but like it, it's confusing but yeah. it would be confusing in that small of a space if you had yeah. many people doing stuff so i was like wait i thought how i i like i forgot that he was on that side of the room it took me a minute to put it together that that was what happened i was like how did that what did they do to him and i'm like oh yeah he was holding onto the gun right there and that that was like the one thing that like almost did it for me. Like I probably got more grossed out at that than I did at like oh, anything. Like so I've like, been like anything too. in the Revenant, and you like heard how, me throughout the whole, the whole yeah. Revenant like squirming. Squ- squ- <laughs> um, that that was intense, and like um, they, they they don't you don't forget about it though. And like the way they duct tape his arm up, I was like, oh and, yeah, it's gross. Um, but it, it, it's not like they ignore that. The rest of the movie, he is like handicapped, handicapped by that. Yeah. He's having to in the last scene, he's having to jump down there. Um, what did you think about the the one thing I, I didn't know, like, did you think they like picked off the band members too quickly? Like that they made that first run out of there, yeah. And then like the two guys who we probably yeah. know the least about, like are, are the first gone, and I'm like, wait, they're that okay? That, that they they should have got killed, and then yeah, the two the two last ones surviving are like the two the biggest stars out of the yeah, that's uh, the, thing, the cast it, there. It's a little disappointing um, that it's so point of view heavy from who we kn- the only people we actually know is actors and like 
oh, these people are going to survive. Because there's other two band members that they were cool. They, and they, had, they were good. They had really good, inter- like unique things about <laughs> them. And I love the like wrestling background thing with the dude and the way he was able to hold the the fat Nazi dude down. Um, and that you, you didn't. Know, and did you did you care that like it was just like this dude has random wrestling? No, moves, or I just, think like, it makes sense. You can I just totally like you can just imagine sense. like yeah. for yourself like why does this guy know about yeah. it? Yeah, like, yeah. You don't need to know the background of yeah. whether he was a high school wrestler or something yeah. like that. It's just like this guy knows shit. Yeah, he can, no, he's, yeah. He's resourceful. I just assumed he was like a high school wrestler okay. or something, mm-hmm. and that's how he knew how to do that. And I thought yeah. I thought the action scenes were were done very well, but like when they. But like it happened so fast, like they yeah. they had so many different times throughout the rest of the movie. At that point, after those two guys die, where it's like they're going back up to the room, they're regrouping, they're going down to do something else. It was like they could have. I mean, maybe it's too much of a typical horror film thing to have one person die at a time yeah. and whatever. But it's like those two guys were gone so fast, so quickly, and it's yeah. like, wait, okay, I guess that one got eat my dog and that one got shot. I couldn't even yeah, remember. It, it happens so fast. I'm like, wait, were they were they gone or Slashed. like? Yeah, it was like. They they did that rather quickly, and I mean I could have like spent a little more time with those guys instead of just having them get killed in like a really dark fight and sure. not knowing exactly what happened. But like sure. that's that's a very minor quibble. I thought those dudes were good characters, and it's fine if they had to die. But it like it was like the two biggest move, names in the movie probably that survived to the end. If yeah. you I mean people know Alia Shawkat and uh, I mean, that's why she survives a little longer. Yeah, <laughs> it's kind <laughs> it's of doled out. Like, she, she hasn't done anything besides the rest of the development. The other two have done yeah. bigger movies. Yeah. She's gone first, and then they're. Yeah. They're the two that survive at the end, which, which, which is fine, I guess. But I mean, and I and I, they were they were really good in that last scene, so I can't complain too yeah. much. And um, so, what, what did you what did you think about that whole last last sequence about how they take those two guys out with with the guns? And well, first, I guess I wanted to comment on on what you said. Is um, so one thing that I kind of wish is the, this movie is like ninety minutes long, mm-hmm. and the way that it opens is just we just jump right in to them driving the bus or whatever. Mm-hmm. And I kind of wish we just had a little bit more background on them at the beginning of the movie, maybe like 10, 15 minutes, just because I really liked like getting to know the characters and the way they, the, I really liked the interview that they had with the, with the, <laughs> the, 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 the band dude, the guy who's going to play their interview on the radio. Uh, I really liked that scene. And like, it's just, the, the, this movie is a lot of, uh, they're showing us rather than telling us, but then the exposition just furthers everything. Because they even have this thing where they're just like, all right, Desert Island Band. And you don't even need to like – we don't even need the whole like – everyone knows what Desert Island Band means. And so we're just waiting for them and uh, this, Prince or whatever and, and, and White Stripes, whatever they say, et cetera. And I don't know. I, I kind of just wish maybe we had a little more time with them as a group together. Yeah, I mean I wouldn't – Before I, it's all like we're going to die and more of like this is us as the band the, yeah, just I to mean, get to know them. They did that stuff was really good that we did see, and they they had enough of it that it wasn't like I didn't care about these people as people, which is sure. the important thing. Like, yeah, I wouldn't have minded spending another ten minutes with them. I enjoyed that stuff. Yeah, but, um, like I, I think said, it makes I, their I guess deaths I said, I guess a little this, more like substantial. No, yeah, I mean I said I, well, yeah, I said at the beginning of the podcast that like I I thought they didn't really get over explaining with explaining yeah. their backstory, but I st- like the, I don't even know if I would have made it a knock if we had just hung out with them that that night a little bit like they yeah they, they have longer. him pass out and they draw on his face yeah. or whatever and yeah that, and exactly that, that tells you something but I, I wouldn't have mind we could have just hung out with the other three a little bit and yeah um that that would have been cool too i mean that's fine yeah 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 and but like with the fact that they did it well with the in those 15 minutes that we had yeah um 
it made me care enough about them that like a lot of times movies just you you don't really feel a reason to care about these people when they're going through important shit later on and that like yeah. takes a lot of the emotion out of it um yeah. yeah but no i mean they definitely died quickly um which is probably better for them i guess uh <laughs> but yeah i i thought it was good and and the i mean daniel getting his face shot off was wild yeah, that, that was out of nowhere. Uh, but like I said, it wasn't like a, something for no reason. It's like at that point, the way they set him up, you think he's going to be the guy to help him get out and be yeah, resourceful and, and be, be their inside yeah. man. And um, yeah, and, he, and he's gone. Or yeah, whatever, so. and it's just it's just kind of like a reminder. Like if you're in that situation, you're probably not going to have someone from the other side on your team. <laughs> uh, so and they, they had to go back and, and rethink the whole strategy again, which I don't know. It, I mean, it all works. It's It's a really good movie. And... The stuff we we've criticized is, I mean, rather inconsequential. And you said you said you thought uh, you said you thought Patrick Stewart was really good. Did you want him to even do more, or did yeah, you like I mean, him? I did always, you like him? I as, would always have. Well, yeah. Him did do you more. like? I mean, he was really like. Like I said, I had envisioned him just being like a total crazy skinhead, being yeah. the killer dude beforehand, yeah. and like the fact that he was so understated, but like pretty scary at the same time because you kind of knew what he represented. The fact, given the fact that he's overseeing all of this stuff, yeah. like he was really good. Yeah. Would you have wanted him to be somewhat involved in the action before uh, his, the, yeah, the scene I mean, where he dies, like to yeah. see what he's capable of physically, or, no, what, or was it enough to show see how people are reacting to him that you could infer like this guy is? Pretty, yeah, I think it's pretty the the real deal yeah as as i think it's pretty typical for like these leader dudes of whatever organization i don't whether, have anything to compare it to besides american history x i guess yeah, yeah. i mean whether no, it's whether it's a crime it. movie or crime boss mob boss whatever the leader dudes usually don't even do any of that dirty work anyway yeah, right. so it really wasn't a problem for me i definitely i definitely i mean i'm all for more patrick stewart screen time whatever so i'm not going to complain if he's on screen but I, I i think his underling dude was pretty good too i don't mm-hmm. know who that guy is at all but um, and he ends up kind of flipping at the end, but I thought he was a pretty good actor and, and you sort of, at first I think you're sort of like, okay, this guy is super dedicated. And then you sort of get this like pushback. Well, maybe he's not, maybe he's uncomfortable being this like Nazi skinhead dude. Maybe he wants out a little bit too. And then he's like, all right. And then he's back into it and he gets this like promotion. Hmm. And then, and then at the end he's like, I just want to go to jail. And I think that was a pretty good, okay. uh, yeah, Macon Blair. He yeah, was, he, he was he's really been good. In, he was in uh, Saunier's first two movies, too. Oh, was he in Blue Room, so guess, too? Yeah, okay. so I guess... Um, I think he was good, seen, man. Seen him, yeah, I haven't seen him anything else. He, he was cool. He was a very, a very different presence from all the other ones in there, yeah, which yeah. made him he interested. Probably, like, he probably took some of... If you wanted more Patrick Stewart in the movie, it would have to be part of this guy's role, probably. Right? He probably took the job thinking he was a club promoter more than a white percent white supremacist, <laughs> and then he just decided to make the best of it. I got that vibe from him. Yeah, because yeah, he's, he's got brown hair. And yeah, <laughs> yeah. He's not a he's not a skinhead. Yeah. So, um, but yeah. Uh, what 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 do you, what do you think of that last sequence? I mean, because uh, I feel like sometimes like maybe movies might take shortcuts, or it's like they wouldn't really be able to do that. And here, the, this one guy has like a messed up arm, and then um, there's a girl that has a. I guess they, they shot. Had, she got shot in the leg. She, had she had I'm she she'd sure. already gotten shot at that point, I think, right? Yeah, in the leg. Yeah, I'm so sure. a girl that's gotten shot, and I guess they might have had one gun at that point uh, with a couple bullets, and he had, had a, a shattered shotgun arm, and a pistol, right? With three, or and uh, one of didn't they end up? Uh, no, um, remember she takes oh, yeah, the they, shotgun, they, oh, yeah, and then they, he has the pistol from right. the two guys that die at the end er, right. in the heroin room. Um, so like they, 
they were very creative in a way that like it's like they had a smart plan so it made sense they'd be able to take these two more able-bodied people out to me and yeah. i thought that they set it up fine yeah no they set it up fine the only thing is that like when anton is is first a, like because they're coming like behind these guys right and he sees this first dude who's like in the van i feel like that dude could have easily just sort of he was like on the other side of the van with a closed door i feel like he could have like ran away or something um oh i was talking about the stuff that happened still in the green room oh still in the green room yeah no that was i think that was cool right right. uh with the with the the face drawing and stuff yeah i thought it was a little weird i thought it was a little weird i thought the paintball um, story was a little like movie-ish for me but uh i mean it was i don't think i don't think that left as much of an impression on me as they wanted it to i I, I couldn't even tell you how that thing ended now aside from the fact that he was playing playing marine dudes and treated it not like war right he was playing paintball against some military dudes that's all i remembered i mean that wasn't like uh necessarily big moment for me watching the movie but i mean i thought the way they the way they got out of the um house in the first place like that was really cool I liked how they went about that. I agree with you. Like that worked probably worked better than the ending. Yeah. Like that just seemed a little too easy. Yeah, a little. Um, I, I just feel like those guys would have been like, "You're not going to shoot me and like try something," you know. It was but, weird how Patrick Stewart like starts walking away and then he's like, and then he oh, had this now weird I'm... blood that that was kind of a weird blood CGI. I don't know it was whatever it was when he got shot too. But it was fine. It was just like at that point, it's like maybe you need to have more people with you at that point then you're just kind of chilling with one other dude and yeah uh, but the 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 way it looked was was wild too with them just sitting there all broken up and all these like dead bodies just laying on the ground of their friends and their yeah. enemies and stuff but yeah uh definitely uh really like this movie don't be scared about the horror tag it's gotten in some points it's yeah if, if, you, if you don't mind seeing i mean it's definitely blood, thriller though it's thriller with some blood but it's not like boo you know yeah, what I mean? Yeah, it's not. It's the not jumpy one, it's stuff not, is what I don't it's not, like. It's not, it's not. It's not one of those things. Anthony did not need the hoodie that he brought. <laughs> <laughs> I had the hoodie on though. I was ready to, to <laughs> cover my eyes, but yeah. I didn't. Uh, but yeah, no, I definitely recommend this. I think I'll probably go watch Blue Ruin mm-hmm. at some point. Um, but yeah, I mean, this. I like the actors. I like the setting. I like the story. Uh, it's simple, has some depth, not too much, but it's uh it's very serviceable and it's it's something different and it's something to enjoy in 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 this month of may when outside of civil war there's not anything really before this that was super super good so before all these you know big blockbuster summer movies come out I definitely recommend mm-hmm. going to see this so um you know if you guys want to talk with us any comments you can hit me on twitter at a clambake a-k-l-a-m-b-a-k-e and I'm at Josh Jernavoy, J-O-S-H-J-U-R-N-O-V-O-Y. And we have our podcast email at 52in52pod at gmail.com, 52in52pod at gmail.com. Uh, thanks for listening.